Okay, good morning, guys. Good morning. You know what? I'm a dork, and I. This is what happens every time I'm in front of a camera. Anyway, good afternoon, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane. If you guys don't know, this is my first time streaming live or streaming Renegade Times live on YouTube. So this is this is fun. I don't know how to schedule lives yet. Um, the last time I tried doing that was the Montauk. And um, I'm never doing that again because uh, I don't know what happened. But um, we're going to get straight into the news. Uh, today? Or wasn't today? But, you know, it's in the news. Uh... Acacio Cortez, or we like to call her Asiago Chisna for Cortez, just because that's just me. I, the first time I ever pronounced her name wrong, I said Asiago for some reason. I don't know. But anyway. Alright, she gets mocked when she is she faked being handcuffed. AOC responded to widespread mockery this week. Hmm. I wonder why. I saw the TikTok of her um, just putting her hands behind her back, acting like she was handcuffed, but she said that she is a victim of a misogynistic late-stage capitalist society. The one thing that I don't like about uh, AOC, I don't like her at all. There's not just one thing that I hate about her. It's the fact that she will use big words and beautiful lies in order to get people to um, get distracted from whatever she did wrong. And that's exactly what she does. She she loves doing epic Cortez is one of the 17 Democrat lawmakers who were arrested yesterday for blocking traffic. Well, of course you're gonna be freaking arrested, ma'am. You were blocking traffic. You were a hazard to society. Yeah, you're a menace to society now. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, she and one representative, Omar, heavily were mocked uh, for, for appearing to pretend to be handcuffed as they were escorted by police. Why do you have to pretend that? I don't understand that. Why? Why do you have to pretend to do that? Anyway, Cheesy Cortez responded to the mockery on Instagram and answering a post that stated, Why the publicity stunt? Uh, with acting like you're being arrested. It's just foolish and it makes you look silly. Acting like you've, you were cuffed and like you were some sort of hero. And it was just too much for me, one said. And, uh... <clears throat> Cortez claimed that she, what she did was not a publicity stunt or for some sort of headline. Yeah, you did. Because, like I said, she will create a long answer, a long speech, in order to answer one simple question. And she does that, I feel, because she doesn't want people realizing what she did was wrong, but it's whatever. She said, 
an activist-led civil disobedient event uh, was so why I joined it at all. So that's why she joined it is because it's a civil disobedience act and everything like that. Okay. Um, because the media cycles fast and the attention of urgency on Roe uh, can easily fade, we must keep eyes on the issue. See, now she's starting to try to be all cavalier about it and be like, I did this for a reason, but let me make a speech first. You're not Gandhi. Alright. Civil disobedience is a highly effective way of accomplishing uh, that and it is a trained discipline. My silence. Okay. If I didn't or refused to, to participate in an activist request, people would also have burned me for that too. I understand where she's coming from, but the traffic, stupid. You don't think that you're not gonna get in trouble for that? You don't think that you're not gonna get arrested for that? Um, they have in the past, I understand and accept that I operate in an environment that will not cast my actions in a positive light. True. Whether you're Republic or, Republican or Democrat, you are going to be cast in a certain negative light. She does speak a little bit of sense. A little bit, though. A little bit. But like I said, this is a whole speech just to justify what she did was right. Almost no matter what, and from all angles, of course, politicians are always hated. Um, if I am not there... Uh, people will criticize, and if I am there, people still do. So I am just going to do me and accept being branded as too much in a misogynistic late-stage capitalist society. <laughs> uh, there she goes, blaming men. Blaming men for all of this. It's the male's fault. The feminist way is always to hate men. Has nothing to do with equality anymore. Has everything to do with... Um, uh, you don't like what I did? Well, then you're, you're, you know, sexist. You're misogynistic. Okay, ma'am. Uh, that is totally insufficient for the present, and it propagandizes its people, any who challenge it. Ma'am, the question was, why do you pretend to be a hero and pretend to have your freaking hands behind your back, pretending that you are handcuffed. We didn't need a speech about the misogynistic late-stage capitalist society. We don't... We didn't ask for that, Cortez. We didn't ask for that. We didn't ask for how people view you in a negative or positive light. That has nothing to do with this. It has everything to do with you being a dumbass and putting your hands behind your back like you've been arrested. She noted that she was arrested and charged and fined, and also that holding her hands behind her back is the best practice when under arrest because it can help prevent more serious charges. Ma'am. No. 
you can still be escorted by police without your hands behind your back. As long as you are not violent and you are not using your hands in order to be violent with an officer, they're not going to attack you. They're not going to put your hands behind your back. They're not going to do that unless you are visibly violent towards them. And anyway, this cheesehead also raised her fist after pretending to be handcuffed. So, this is her. Hmm. Alright, I'm arrested. But, power to the people! Pick a scheme to do and stick with it, at least. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Another on the idiot list is Joe Biden, because he somehow just decided to claim that he has cancer. Um... Let me clarify before we even go into this is that when they did test him before he went into being president, he did have some melanoma skin cancer issues on his skin, but they were removed. They were removed. Okay? So there's no reason for him to have that problem or even say that he has that problem. But um, <clears throat> Sleepy Joe Bro loves to be dramatic or just not make sense at all. And today, I guess, he just decided to be dramatic. And maybe he didn't make sense at all either. But we'll just, we'll just get into it. Joe Biden, um, he appeared to claim during remarks on climate change on Wednesday afternoon that he has cancer. This is the problem that I have with our uh, president. Well, there's many problems that I have with that man. The fact that he has raised inflation for however, how many times, I have no idea. Gas prices are through the roof. Um, you can't get anything without paying $5 for anything. I went to a gas station. Usually a pack of gum is like $2 in my state. It ended up being $5 for a pack of frickin' gum. What? So people are starting to get too poor to live because of this man, so yeah, I have problems with him. Um, but anyway, in Somerset, Massachusetts, he spoke on what he wants to do about the climate and creating energy jobs and he talked about his childhood and oil pollution growing up in Delaware. Okay, so as much as I know that the environment is somehow, some way important, I don't think it's the most important thing right now because of how many people are suffering and how many people are being evicted from their homes because of the crap that he has decided to do with um, being president and raising prices and inflation and everything like that. Like, why do you have to do that? I... Anyway. Speaking about how a 500 foot high cooling tower um, in a power plant, I guess he lived near that place in a power plant, um, 
I've noticed, because there's power plants in my uh, area and in my city, that, um, because we have like a coal um, power plant here, Uh, we have fuel power plants, we have water filtration power plants, and stuff like that. So uh, there's a lot of homes that are near there, and the rent and the mortgage there is very, very cheap because they live in a, I wouldn't say radioactive area, but they do live in an area where they could be very, like, affected, you know, uh, health-wise. But, um, and he continues saying that Brayton Point Power Plant was the largest in New England. Okay. Biden also said that he, or that the plant had a bad legacy of toxins, small greenhouse gases, and, uh, which he said contributed to climate emergency. Um, he goes on to say that Gina McCarthy, who was a former regulator in the state, told him that people used to take care, uh, or don't take a rag and wipe the windshield off, like wipe it off the gunk that, um, was emitted from these power plants. And I don't deny it. I don't think that he's not... At this point, he's talking sense, if uh, you get what I mean. But um, the the fact that he ends up saying this, that's why I and so many other people grew up with cancer, and why I can't for the largest for the longest time. Um, yeah, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation, and I don't know if that's true. Um, but, yeah, fact-checker Glenn Kessler went to defending Biden by attacking the Republican National Committee for simply highlighting his exact words. Isn't that how it works, though? You quote somebody exactly, that way you can actually state the facts a little bit better and understand what, what he meant better? What are we supposed to do, Kessler? Glenn, what are we supposed to do, Glenn? <laughs> What are we supposed to do, sir? Hmm? Kessler responded saying that before he became president, he had a non-melanoma, oh, a non-melanoma skin cancer removed. Republicans clapped back by saying that the report said that he had cancer and that Joe ended up saying that he has it. So, um, it's basically a past and present tense sort of speech that, um, we all know Joe Sleepy Joe bro likes to uh, confuse. That's it. That's all. Alright, this next Excuse one. Excuse me. This next one is going to really piss me off. So um, if I end up going a little too haywire, I'm not sorry. So this is about Kamala and abortion. So, um, so the Grand High Witch herself. Stated during an NAACP convention in Atlantic City, New Jersey, that a person can support abortion without abandoning their faith. Are you sure about that, ma'am? I've said this once and I will say it again. You cannot have a Bible in one hand and an aborted fetus in the other. That's called hypocrisy, ma'am. It's important to note, this is her, this is what she says, it's important to note that to support a woman's ability, not the government, but 
uh, her to make that decision doesn't require anyone to abandon their faith or beliefs. I understand that there are women in certain situations that need abortions, such as rape, incest, or maybe they're just way too young and um, they're maybe 8 or 11 years old and they need the abortion to survive. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about those issues because I've already talked about that before many, many times. She's saying that You don't need to abandon your faith. You don't need to abandon your uh, belief systems and your morals just so you can have an abortion. Ma'am, I don't think you know the Bible very well. Jeremiah 1.1 Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Jeremiah 18.6, if anyone causes one of these little ones to stumble, it will, it would be better for them to be, to have put a large millstone around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Psalm 139, for you created my inmost being and you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and I know that full well. Exodus 20:13 Thou shalt not murder. And I know a lot of people are going to say, "Well, no, the fetus is not a baby. It doesn't feel anything." No. Abortion clinic doctor was actually uh interviewed by Ben Shapiro on Daily Wire and I decided to watch it and he said that he went to go and kill this fetus and the fetus kicked him. The baby kicked him. He kicked the needle away. And that changed his whole perspective on life in the womb. Genesis 9, 5 through 6, whoever sheds blood of a man by man shall his blood be shed for God made man in his own image. Proverbs 16, 6, and this is the last one. There are six things the Lord hates, uh, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. I could have gone on much longer than that. Of course it isn't the first time Harris made statements like this. She has made other statements like this. I think um, the religious groups at the time, the churches at the time, refused to get the vaccine. And so she decided to make a press conference saying that you don't need to abandon your faith in order to get the vaccine. It's just health. You you can be healthy. Oh my God. (laughs) I really hate the way she laughs too. She laughs at everything. Ma'am. Shut that kungalini spirit up, okay? Shut up. For those of us who... Of faith... Okay. See, this is, this is the problem that I have. Okay. A person of faith should know the scripture. And she says, for those of us... That includes her. Okay. For those of us of faith, I think that we agree... Oh, give me a second... 
Well, this is interesting. <laughs> oh, my husband. I'm live. It's okay. You didn't know. <laughs> Hubby bought me brunch. Lunch. Thank you, sweetheart. Is it okay if I finish real quick? Okay. Um, let's see. So she says, yeah, for those of us of faith, I think that we agree, many of us, that there's nothing about this issue that will require anyone to abandon their faith. Ma'am, you said of us. That includes you, okay? You should know the scripture. I just quoted scripture that abortion is wrong, killing innocent blood is wrong, and for you to literally say the opposite is hypocritical. In June, Harris met with faith leaders in Los Angeles to push the issue of reproductive rights. Notably, none of uh, the faith leaders were from Catholic, Evangelical, or Jewish traditions. So who in the world were there with her? Buddhists? Uh, Hindus? I don't know. If you didn't have actually, like, people of Protestant faith, Jewish faith, Christian faith, Catholic faith? How are you even proving your point if you don't have those people that you are actually trying to reach and say that um, this is okay to do? All right. Kamala got to push got pushback from the faith leaders who have strong pro-life beliefs. Of course. In other news, Elephant Revenge. Now, I've heard this on TikTok and I had to find... It's okay. I um, I had to find the article on this because this was incredibly weird. Um, we all know that, like, elephants never forget. And this is actually proof of this. This is crazy. But, um... <laughs> In Odisha, India, uh, we all know... Okay, hang on. The female elephant attacked a 68-year-old woman in India, Maya Murmu, uh, was collecting water in uh, Raipai village located in Mayanbaj uh, district of Odisha, where... <laughs> where a herd of elephants rushed towards her and, a, and trampled her. She would... She rushed to the hospital. She was rushed to the hospital, this lady. But died of her injuries. Her family brought her body home for a funeral to take place the same evening. And that's when things got more intense. So as the funeral was taking place, a herd of elephants from the forest sent villagers running and uh, leaving old, the old lady's body behind. This is sad. Um, then one of the elephants picked up the body and threw it around like a dish rag. And, um, yeah. And then the herd destroyed her home. Her whole home was destroyed after this. Um, there was no motive, um, that was ever really unearthed of why the, um, elephants decided to just kind of attack her and single her out. But, um, a lot of people say on the internet that they... They claim that they, this lady probably killed her baby, and that's why she was so hostile towards this woman. 
<clears throat> but yeah, elephants don't forget, so you better be nice to elephants or they'll trample you. Yeah, you know. So, um, another thing I saw on TikTok, which I had to research just to make sure, was that the Vatican was on fire. The Vatican went up in flames. Or at least that's what TikTok told me until I decided to check it out. So, dark smoke engulfed the sky around the walled city in Rome as a fire raged um, near the pedophile house. Yes. Yes. I believe that the Vatican is a house of pedophiles. Change my mind. Anyway. The Pope was inside the Vatican alarming... An alarming footage from the scene showed black smoke choking the sky. A large explosion was heard just before plumes of thick black smoke tanked. Firefighters were seen at an auto garage where the fire started and the persons Yeah, and the person simply tweeted there were people simply tweeting that the Vatican was on fire because it was so close to the Vatican. But the auto shop, along with the vehicles that were roasted after the fire and the explosion sent pieces of sh uh, shrapnel, like car pieces, uh, shooting through the air. So it took place behind the Vatican, but didn't touch the city walls. Apparently this happened while the cardinals were voting on a new pope. You can't tell me that's a coincidence. But anyway, alright, now there was green sky in South Dakota not too long ago, July 5th to be exact, and a lot of people on TikTok and a lot of people on Facebook were taking pictures and taking videos and was like, dude, this is crazy. So I had to look into that. The skies over South Dakota turned green while clouds formed overhead. A storm began and the sky covered with clouds. The weather service in the area said that a severe thunderstorm swept over South Dakota. 30,000 people were left out, left without electricity. Um, I have been to South Dakota and I have I've been there a long time ago when I was like 13 years old. And I've never seen the sky turn green during a tornado while I was there, but I'm guessing that it does happen um, because I've always like believed, uh, not believed, I was, I was always taught that like if the sky turns green or a weird color, then there's a tornado happening. Um, but you know, the sky does turn crazy colors when a tornado starts to hit. But, um, scientists cannot explain the eerie color, but the main, um, accepted deduction is that the conditions with a powerful storm that is approaching in the area before sunset, um, basically what they were trying to say is that when the water droplets are way too heavy, but they're not falling down in, during cloud cover, that the light passes through the raindrops and they make the light blue. And then um, when there's other like sunlight around uh, without that 
cloud cover, um, the sunlight has red light. And when those two colors mix, they turn green. I mean, I thought, you know, red and blue made purple, but I do know that light is completely different. I know that red, green, and blue light make a pure white light, so light and actual color kind of differ, but they make the scientific explanation that raindrops... Alright. Some people also blame CERN for the eerie phenomena, but I'll have to research that one myself in order to uh, deliver that to you guys. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. I will see you in the trenches next time. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, links will be down in the description below. Please give me time to put them there, though. Um, it, you know, I'm new to this. So thank you so much for listening and watching. And like, share, and subscribe. Comment. I like comments. Tell me how I'm doing. All right, see ya. So the one thing that I did not say during the live is that um, there is a family that is near and dear to my heart. Um, it is a married couple that I found on live stream a long time ago when I was depressed and very sad and did not like myself. I ended up, um, you know, watching them almost every day and they taught young kids how to be happy and healthy and they were basically my ray of sunshine for a very long time. And now this married couple, their son is fighting COVID in a foreign country and um, they are asking for donations in order for his treatment to continue in order to save his life. Excuse me. So if you can find it in your heart to donate, that would be wonderful. Prayers and love and speaking life over the people that are near and dear to me is also appreciated. And I never really ask anything of my listeners. This is probably the one time I have ever really talked about this, um, ever really asked anything of you guys. So if you guys have anything to give, I would much appreciate that. And the link to their GoFundMe will be down in the description below. So thank you so much.